said to my girls, like, you know, we just have to come back to work and kick ass and hope that everyone's waiting there feeling like you are, you know, with a unibrow and ready to like just dive back in. Tara Giorgio, owner of the Brow Bar Salon, knows that personal appearance has not been a big priority at a time when most people aren't leaving home. What's more, health officials are urging people not to touch their faces, yet she's in the business of touching faces. While other workers are going online and doing their jobs remotely, she's wondering how the art of shaping an eyebrow will be reshaped by the pandemic. I'm Jillian Schur, and this is Covering Corona. Full disclosure, I'm a regular at the Brow Bar. Never in my life did I think my monthly appointment in Tara's chair wouldn't be able to happen. Going to the brow bar is an experience in itself. Once you step inside the shop and take a seat in one of her comfy leather chairs, Giorgio maps out your eyebrows and has you leaving the best version of yourself. Now Tara's shop has major curb appeal. It's nestled on a street in the heart of downtown Westchester, lined with brick pathways and trees that blossom pink flowers in the spring. When you approach her shop, you're greeted by an elaborate floral arrangement that hangs over a handcrafted wooden sign that reads the brow bar. Upon walking through her doors, you're always welcomed by her comfy velvet couch lined with throw pillows, her front desk lined with various plants, and her three brown leather seats that face a group of mirrors that look like they were directly taken out of an antique beauty salon. And it's hard to miss the faint scent of whatever candle she is burning that day. Tara Giorgio is a 26-year-old entrepreneur. She opened the salon by herself in 2016. Since then, business at the Brow Bar has boomed. She and her team of three other employees are known for doing the most immaculate eyebrow waxing in the area. But Tara and her three employees' work has come to a sudden halt because of COVID-19. Ever since the governor of Pennsylvania has issued a shelter-in-place order, small businesses have had to shut down their doors and find other ways to stay afloat during these unusual times. CNBC predicts that the disruption to business from coronavirus could lead to 15,000 permanent retail store closures in 2020, and the Economic Policy Institute predicts that the disease outbreak could potentially wipe out 3 million jobs from the U.S. economy before this summer. But Tara is determined to not let that happen to her brow bar. So first, I just wanted to ask, like, how is it affecting you and, like, your business and everything, like, on your end? Um, it's hard because I feel like, if anything, it's not – it. so right, right off the bat, you know, we closed before it was mandatory to close. So, like, I made an executive decision um, to – close. And I think it, I think I probably would have done it sooner because, you know, it was very obvious that it was happening so quickly, but you know, when you have employees looking at you like, well, if we're not here, like we're not getting paid. And, you know, so it was, if it would have just been like when I first opened and it was just me and, you know, I had money saved to afford like the rent and everything, like I would have closed even sooner than I did, but because of, you know, having them, it was a lot it was, it was a scarier decision to make as far as expenses and stuff. Like there's just going to be a time where the money runs out. And thankfully that like I have applied for the SBA loan in order to pay, you know, my girls for payroll and for me and for our, you know, utilities and rent and all of that. But like I said, I've 
tried to be good with money to like, you know, I'm not gonna be happy if all of my savings go away during this. But like, if that were to happen, I even said to my girls, like, you know, we just have to come back to work and kick ass and hope that everyone's waiting there feeling like you are, you know, with a unibrow and ready to like, just dive back in. This SBA loan or Small Business Administration loan, Tara brought up, is part of President Trump's CARES Act to provide relief through loans to small businesses. The White House website says, the CARES Act provides much needed economic relief for American families and businesses who are hurting through no fault of their own. The CARES Act also provides small businesses of less than 500 employees with almost $350 billion in partially forgivable loans. But even with these relief programs, small business owners like Tara are hesitant of the future. It first came out, they were basically giving, offering like loans and the percent was high and it was a 30 year turnaround. And people are like, no, we don't, we don't need loans. We need grants. Like we, this isn't, you know, if I wanted to go get a loan out, I would go and get a loan out. I wouldn't go. And I would probably go to my bank and get a cheaper percent than they were offering at the time. Do you think it's possible for small businesses not to be able to last being shut down? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and I don't want to say, I don't want to say I'm, I'm fine in the sense of like, I just feel like for, for my age, I have a lot more, like even just this last year, I purchased the church and like, that's another mortgage. So like, it's not that, like I said, there's going to be a time where the money runs out. I'm just hoping that loan, the SBA, like grant loan, um, small, yeah, small business, um, all works out because if not like yes I'm going to be scared I'm just trying not to like freak out right now um, because it you know it only has been the month of all the bills going out. In the meantime Tara's getting crafty and finding new ways to keep a stream of income in the meantime. Although she is not like the average small business like a restaurant per se that can offer takeout and delivery options she is happy with what she has made do for now whole um gift card thing like been working well for you are people doing that yeah actually so i didn't realize i think i thought with square that i didn't realize that we had the online gift card so i don't know if it is a new thing or just because we have the ones this has never happened before that i needed to you know even look into it like people would come in or i would mail them out like it was no big deal i like the thought of like having it in your hand like a gift mm -hmm. versus you know just getting an email but um it started being like a lot to keep track of actually it's right here um but i was like having people venmo and they were just like you know writing i was just writing everyone's names down and stuff and then i was like okay there has to be an easier way so i did set it up and same thing like the amount of support i mean oh my god i said that to my dad i was like just with our gift card sales like I'm comfortable for rent this month because at the end of the day like I said it's something that you know you go and buy a gift card you know you're waiting for that appointment to utilize yeah. gift card. so just as many gift cards as we sell hopefully there's other people who didn't buy the gift cards and it'll even out not that we open and everyone has gift cards and we're like well we have no income coming in again but I think it should work out I'm hoping another thing I was thinking about was like you were always so cautious like letting people know like if you're sick don't come in you'd wear the bandana sometimes to like cover your face like do you think this whole coronavirus is going to change the way like you run your business that way 
Um, yeah, yes and no. So, so it's funny you say that because I can't, I actually was going to get bandanas printed um, just as another thing that one, so say you bought one and you know you have the sniffles or something and you're coming in, but you have to get your brows done and you want to wear something over your face, but it's also iconic because of the logo. Um, I think that, and see, it's so hard to say. I don't think anything different will will change as far as like the way I run it because like we have state boards and um, I like to think we are in a very sanitary environment and that my girls are too. Um, I would say two out of two out of the four of us are extreme germaphobes. Me being one of them. Um, so I don't think sanitation wise, it's going to be any different. I just hope that maybe people are more like consider it. If there's one thing to take away from Tara's perspective, it's the importance of supporting small business in a time like this, and not just the obvious ones. The people provide services like cutting our hair, waxing our eyebrows, doing our nails. They all become a part of our identity. They make us feel our best, look our best, and even just give us someone to talk to sometimes. Even if that means just 15 minutes in Tara's chair once a month, sometimes it's all you need to get something off your chest or turn your day around for the better. So even though we've been stripped of these little routines we've become so used to, there are still ways you can support the people that make it all happen. So support small business. Working from home is a new concept to many Americans, but not all. We'll get some first-hand tips from someone who has been there, does that, every day. That's next time on Covering COVID.